All right. Well, welcome back to the All Things Croatia podcast, everybody. Uh, we have a very special guest today, Mariela Steko, a two-time junior European boxing champion who just won the gold medal at the 2023 European Championship uh, not too long ago, a few months ago. Uh, she also models in Germany along with some other passions of hers. And today we're going to hear her story and learn a little bit more about her. Mariela, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah, really excited to have you. Um, I was just telling you off camera that I, I saw your interview on the podcast Incubator, which is like the Croatian, in Croatian, biggest podcast, I guess, that they have. Um, a lot of athletes, uh, they interview and stuff. My Croatian's not so good, so it took me a while to to get through the whole thing, but I think I understood most of it. So <laughs> It was nice being there. But for me, you know that I live in Germany, so it's also not that easy to always speak Croatian only. So um, I really try hard to speak Croatian very well, but it's so difficult for me because I'm still in school and I'm speaking German all the time. So it's also not that easy, but I'm trying. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I only speak English and I'm learning Croatian. So you you speak German, English, Croatian. I mean, even one language is enough for me. So I can imagine how hard it is, you know, to learn more. Yeah. Oh, so you're near Munich then, right? Or in Munich? Yes, I, I actually, I was born in Munich and I live in Munich. We have uh, actually two sports, oh, two gyms here in Munich, my family. So we, we live here. We've been here for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, on that note, can you tell us a little bit about sort of your family and then, you know, you're growing up and everything like that? So I actually have two younger sisters who are also boxing. So we're keeping it in the family. Uh, my dad was a boxer himself. He was um, world champion in kickboxing. And he actually also qualified for the Olympics in 2000 uh, in Sydney, but he broke his hand so he couldn't participate, unfortunately. But uh, we're very close as a family. So um, with, with my mom, my sisters and my dad, we sort of we have a very good bond, I'd say, as a family. We're all together and we kind of... Um, me and my sister, we go everywhere together to all the tournaments, to all the um, competitions. We train together, so we kind of experience everything with each other. That's really nice. Oh, that's awesome. I knew you had, I thought you only had one sister and I knew she boxed. I didn't realize you have two sisters and the whole family is <laughs> boxing. That's awesome. <laughs> Everyone is boxing except for my mom. She's the only one. <laughs> yeah, she just watches or what? Yeah, she just was. Sometimes it's hard for her to watch. While I was fighting at the Europeans, you know, there was a live stream. So my own family was watching. Even my grandma was just sitting in front of the TV praying all the time <laughs> that everything would turn out good. Um, but yeah, like the big competitions she does watch, but like the smaller ones, we usually tell her about them. But it's really difficult for her to see how we get punched in the face. So that's not easy for her. I'm sure. Yeah. My mom is the same way. I don't, I just train boxing for fun. You know, I'm not competing, but even just telling her, you know, uh, I went to boxing today. She like winces and yeah, she's always worried about me too. Um, you know, so, so is it your parents or your grandparents talking, you know, Croatian heritage wise from Tomislavgrad? Yeah. My, uh, actually my parents were born in Tomislavgrad and then they came as sort of during elementary school, I think like for the first grade or third grade they came to Germany with me then to Munich and since then we've been here so it's okay. also my parents have you been back there ever 
to Croatia mm-hmm. or to try to Zagreb. Well, to Tomislavgrad. I know, yeah, I know yeah. recently we were in Zagreb, but... No, we go there every summer. It's like our tradition because we travel a lot. We've been to South Africa. We've been to um, New York last, uh, last Christmas. So we like traveling a lot, but that's like our family tradition that we go there every summer. We go to Tomislavgrad, you know, back to our roots. I think that's also nice to kind of know where you're from, know your culture. That's awesome. Yeah, probably a little bit different than going to New York, but <laughs> it is. It is. You know, people. It's it's a different lifestyle over there. You know, um, people still live in very small cities. It, it, it's just different. Also, really different than Munich. So, yeah, but you, we're used to it. Mm-hmm. You know, my uh, my family is from uh, near Lubuski, so I think not too far. Okay, I'm a friend. She's from Lubuski, so I know. Ah, uh, really. <laughs> You know, there's a lot of a lot of uh, great Croatian athletes and boxers in uh, particular from Herzegovina in general. Yeah, I know, I know, you know. I think also um the Kovac brothers, the ones mm. who used to play football, they're also from um, Bosnia and Herzegovina. Huh, very interesting. I interviewed. I I don't know how much you watch of like current boxing, um, you know, professional boxing, and in the past as well, but. Um, I don't know if you know George Chuvalo or Jure Chuvalo, as he's known in Croatia. His are actually from near Lubuski as well. And I interviewed his son. And that was really cool to hear all the stories about, you know, how he fought Muhammad Ali twice. And, um, you know, all these stories about boxing and about, you know, his Croatian roots. That was a really cool interview. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Because actually there are so many people, you know, so many famous ones that really achieved great things in life and they just come from this small place. It's yeah. Really awesome. That's crazy. So so your dad is your coach. What's that like for you? With <laughs> um, <laughs> There are some good aspects. There are also bad ones. So actually, it's, most of the times it's actually really nice training with him because he really understands me. You know, he um, he's not only my coach, but my dad. He knows what I'm like, my character and... Um, I think that's also why he can handle me very well also during training. Um, he knows how to calm me down. He knows how I feel in these certain moments. And he also travels to with me everywhere. When I go to the European Championships somewhere c- completely different last time it was in Armenia, I think it would be way harder to be there not knowing anybody. Um, so it's actually nice to always have him around. But I think... For him, it's difficult to be my dad, but at the same time, my coach, because he's, he also gets very emotional when I'm fighting. It's also really difficult for him to watch that, but still he kind of needs to stay calm so um, that I can concentrate. Yeah, but I actually really enjoy him being my coach. I think that if he, it's, it's this certain, I think I do boxing also because it's something that only he himself can teach me. It's actually something we get to spend so much time together travel together and um that's just a nice thing that we as father and daughter can do that uh just the two of us together that's awesome yeah do your sisters train with you guys as well sometimes or most of the times or not at all um i have as i said i have two younger sisters so the uh, youngest one she turned nine and the other one is 14 so um, the 14-year-old and I, Valeria, we train together actually almost every day. Um, actually, recently, she um, she's now training with the different uh, people than I am. And now we're not training together anymore. And it's so difficult for me because she has 
by trainings, but we're always training together and we kind of motivate each other. Um, so actually almost always. So it's, we, we always train together. That's great that you have such a tight, you know, relationship with your family and you're able to train together and everything. Uh, you mentioned, you know, the European championships. Can you tell us a little bit about that? You know, first sort of just in general, the European championships and then um, how your fights ended up going. Um, so my first European championship was actually last year in Italy and it was um, still this under 17 age class. And so there were 15 and 16 year old girls and that was actually my first time competing at the European and the second one. So the ones this year, they were in Armenia. So a different age group. Um, so it was under 19. So 17 and 18 year old girls. That was really difficult for me because, um, last year the girls were, I was one of the youngest ones at the Europeans this year. And the girls were just way stronger. You know, their punches, they had way more experience, um, than the girls last year. And actually also. Um, there's always like one category. We have different weight categories and there's always one category that's the strongest or, uh, where they're And I think mine was also this year pretty strong because there were a lot of girls that already have been European champions in the past years. So they actually, um, moved up to mine or moved down. So I had to fight a lot of strong girls. But I like that. I like the challenge. And I think that was also the nice thing about um, this Europeans. In the first one was against a local girl from Armenia. And I think that was that was the easiest fight, let's say it like that, um, for the Europeans this year. And it was good that my first fight was actually, you know, the first fight is always the diff most difficult one because you need to get used to it, to that feeling, to that um, atmosphere. And then the second one was against a girl from Romania. She was also a um, European champion last year in that age, in the weight category. And she was really, it was really difficult to fight her because there are sometimes certain types or certain styles of boxing that are just really difficult to fight against. And she, she just, she just went straight forward. So for me, I had to, um, yeah, I went back all the time. I had to move those throughout these three minutes constantly. So that was really, really difficult. And um, yeah, it took also a lot of willpower to really, <laughs> to yeah, to fight against her throughout these three minutes while she was just walking forward and not stopping. And then the final fight was against a girl from Poland. So um, she was also really, really good because um, I, I really saw how she also how ambitious she was. She also fought throughout these three rounds. She didn't give up. And also when the fight started, you know, we always have like a technique, um, certain things that we figure out that work for each opponent and a certain, yeah, that I would do during that fight. And the first round, she just fought completely different. And I was shocked and it didn't work out at all. And I lost the round. And then I remember sitting um, during the break in the corner with my dad and he we just needed to figure out a completely different way of how I can actually fight with her in order to win that bout still and then the second and third round I somehow managed it again and uh, it turned out good but I'm still surprised that I actually stayed calm during this whole fight and then the last set of more than this Europeans was there um, at the end of each fight there's like 
they would pronounce then um, or explain who, let's say, actually won the fight. And sometimes when it's really tight, like my last fight, then there are two separate judges that would still kind of um, look whether all the other judges before uh, scored well or whether there were any mistakes. And um, sometimes even though the other judges earlier would confirm that you won, they can turn this whole decision around. So I was standing there inside the ring waiting five for five minutes, which felt like an eternity until they finally then announced that I won. So, yeah, but I think after after so tight bouts, you're actually even more proud of yourself that you still that you still managed to uh, win and achieve God. Yeah, definitely. So, so it's three three minute rounds then, right? Yeah, so it's straight three minute rounds. For, so for me, it's always like one round has three minutes, but that can change. So for the younger age groups, it's only like two minutes or one and a half, and then the older you get, the longer the rounds get. I see. And so you lost. You knew you lost that first round, so you had to win the next two in order to yeah. win the fight. That put yeah, a lot of pressure really on you, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. Because you always know with. Every, every move matters. So every second, because in the end, this move can decide whether you win. And, and it's so tied, really. Um, for me, I usually always want to win the first two rounds because then I'm safe. And you need to win at, win at least two rounds in order to win that um, whole fight. And when you lost the first round, you know yourself that you need to win the last two ones. And if something doesn't work out, you would lose the entire fight. So. Yes, that's a lot of pressure. Wow. And how did this girl come out fighting that was different than you had prepared for? She was really uh, calm herself, so she actually waited for me. I'm used to uh, girls being really aggressive, actually. Um, yeah, because I'm always I'm trying to keep them on a long distance and move a lot. And then for me, it's actually good if someone's... Um, really going forward, being very aggressive, but she was waiting. So for me, that can be sometimes very, very frustrating if you see that the other person is always waiting. You don't know. Uh, you were actually pretty nervous. You want to, yeah, just that was that was really difficult because I was waiting for her to do something. And then um, you do not have this tension in your legs to or in your hands to react immediately to this used to that and um yeah well i'd heard in the other podcast that you said you sort of like to fight defensively is that yes. true Why? yes that's great um i figured that just out for myself that that works best for me because for me boxing is not only um boxing or just punches it's a certain feeling that you have certain emotions that you have when you're fighting I really enjoy that. I always say I'm not um, good at drawing. I'm not really a creative, but I'm creative when I'm boxing and I try to do different combinations. And that's just when I feel best when I'm fighting defensively. Um, that, and I'm also pretty tall. So I think that's also why it works very well for me because I have long arms and then I can keep them on a distance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like an art form for you more than just, you know, fighting someone, yeah, punching someone. Is. It is. I think there's there are endless options. You know, there's so many different things that you can do, and um, maybe for me that works best when I'm fighting defensively for another person. It would be uh, um, the opposite way. I think that does not only apply to this defensive style.
Mm -hmm. Are there any uh, professional boxers that you had sort of modeled your style after or just that you're a fan of or you were a fan of growing up? I I always liked Muhammad Ali because it was just so revolutionary the way he fought. I think that's so iconic. He himself, just as a person, not only his style or the way he is boxing, but also for the boxers nowadays, not only that defensive style that I like, I also like the way Canelo is fighting. I think he's a great boxer. Or um, also Usyk. So I think you just need to pick um, the best things from every boxer and then kind of integrate that to your style. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on uh, Floyd Mayweather then as a defensive boxer? I really like, he's also, sometimes when he, um, he's not fighting always on a very long distance, but like this half distance, so it's not that close, but, um, and then he always keeps his hands down, but um, actually kind of protects his face with his shoulder. That's what I really like. I think he's, um, I, I really like his style. I try to imitate him sometimes as well when I'm fighting, but um, there's still, uh, yeah, there's still well, a long <laughs> way. Yeah, that's tough. So you use the shoulder roll in a in a fight. Yeah, not in a fight that I uh, haven't used it in a fight yet, but I'm trying nowadays during the sparing sessions to um, practice so that it can, yeah, I can do that too. No, that's pretty cool. Every time I try that, when I like spar or just train, I, I just get punched in the face because I can't time it right. It's, <laughs> I don't practice enough. But yeah, yeah, but that's it's awesome. difficult. Because you really need to see that punch, you know, uh, what punch the other person would do. And also, you need to have the right distance. You can't be too far away, but then also not too close. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really about the right timing, the right um, feeling. Definitely, yeah. Uh, I saw a picture of you after you won. I think it was this past uh, European Championships. Maybe it was last year, though. Uh, but you had your Croatian socks on with the checkers. <laughs> do you wear those just normally out in public or only when you fight? No, only when I'm fighting, but that's my lucky charm when I'm fighting. Because um, I thought, you know, we always have like either these uh, blue one, like the blue pants and the blue top or the red one. So it's usually pretty boring because everybody looks the same. So I wanted something that would re represent Croatia and also show that I represent Croatia. I think the songs are pretty fun. I like them. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, so you chose to represent Croatia instead of Germany, right? Is that a decision that you made or was that just, that's how it, uh, like that's just protocol? Well, I guess, so you were born in Germany, so you could have initially gone yeah. with Germany and you chose to represent Croatia. Why? Yeah, I actually started fighting for Germany when I started with kickboxing and I kickboxing I only did for Germany. And then when I moved um, or when I switched to boxing, I also first I started boxing for Germany and then um and started also competing at international tournaments, not only in Germany. And then um, they offered me to fight for Croatia. And that's when I actually decided to fight for Croatia. Also because my dad, he also fought for Croatia himself. And it just felt right. I mean, I still kind of feel like a Croatian more than I feel like a German. I, it just, it's the best feeling actually being there representing Croatia it just feels right for me in that moment. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's how, you know, us in the diaspora, you know, we sort of have two identities, the identity of, you know, where you're born and like me in the U.S., I'm American, but as well, you know, you have the Croatian identity. 
And for some reason, Croatians feel so strongly uh, about that and about their heritage. But it's sometimes so difficult because in Germany or in America, you're not a full German or American, but you're also in Croatia, you're not fully Croatian. So you're always somewhere in between. Yeah, yeah. There's never, you're never really in the right spot. I don't know. It's, it's a hard feeling to put into words, but yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, yeah. Do, I wanted to ask a little about music. Did you have an entrance song? Did they let you guys have entrance songs, walkout songs? No, actually not. So they just usually choose a music and then they play mm. it for um, every fighter. Usually like at those big competitions, like the Europeans, they have like an entry music, but for other competitions, they don't. But I'm always, <laughs> I'm always looking for song for cool songs. So, so already for the future, uh, that may be um, my entry songs. I right now at the moment, I really like, um, there's a song by Beyonce. I think it's around the world. So it's a bit like girl power. And then there's uh -huh. another one by yeah, Unstoppable that I also like, like kind of get me into the right mood. Okay. Yeah. Well, I had heard, I guess, did you say that on the podcast maybe, but I heard that you liked ACDC which is my favorite band of all time. Or maybe I mistranslated <laughs> something you were saying. In that. No, I like NCDC. It's just, um, I think a lot of boxers actually have songs for ACDC as their entry music. So I, maybe if I get to choose an entry song myself, um, I thought of choosing something different, so something new that people are not used to. But I think those are also great songs that I like to listen to before a fight because they actually kind of, um, I get, the right emotions or this feeling that I need um, for the fight afterwards. Mm -hmm. do, do you listen to any Croatian music or any Croatian music that sort of pumps you up for the fight? As, uh, not before the fight, actually, but um, so like in my everyday life, I like to listen to uh, Croatian music. You know, the classics like Oliver or um, Severina, but also like newer um, artists like um, Voyage or, or different things, yeah. It's not that I only listen to this one um, singer, but I actually, it depends on the song. If I like a song, then I would listen to it. And there are different, different um, artists that I actually like. Mm. Yeah, that's sort of the same with me. I've got a friend made a big list on Spotify. So half the time, the songs, I don't even know the names or who it's by, but yeah. I just, you know, recognize the songs. Um, <laughs> you know, you also said that when you hear the national anthem after you win you know that's like one of the best feelings in the world can you describe that actually every time in training when it's super hard and you actually do not worry when i do not feel motivated or when i'm training for the europeans and you know your whole body is aching and it's super difficult then i always think of this moment because um for me that's my biggest motivation that's really the best feeling because um just Standing on top of this, um, of, of the staircase and, um, hearing the Croatian national anthem, that's just, I really get chills all over my body. It's just such a nice moment and it always passes by so quickly, but I, I really enjoy that. It's just, um, for that one moment, you know, I'm a very pessimistic person or a very ambitious person. I'm very, I'm criticizing myself very often. I'm always looking for the next challenge. And that's this one moment where I get to enjoy my success, where I really get to um, stand there and just listen to this anthem and really, yeah, just 
appreciate this moment. Enjoy it. That's awesome. Yeah, I get chills just from, you know, watching that happen. I can only imagine being, you know, the person that's that won and is hearing that on the podium. That's incredible. Um, so, so you're still 17, right? Yes. And you, you said the 17 to 18 is still in the same um, bracket. So next year you'll be fighting in the same um, group that you are fighting now. And then yes. after that will be just every 19 years and older. Um, yeah, actually, after that, it's a bit difficult or a bit complicated because uh, you have this under 22, uh, 22 age group. So um, there won't be people from 19 till 21. And then, but you can also already compete like with the other women with the open class. So where um, there are people like from 19 and even older, so up to 30 or even older. Wow. Okay. And do you know yet what you'll do for that? Well, you still have one more year of, of this group, so you don't have to think about that now, I guess, right? No, I think I'll do both. I think um, that's actually a great opportunity because on one hand, you have you still have like this other age group where you have people that are not that experienced, still very experienced, but you can still kind of practice. And then you have the other age group where there you have to sometimes fight against um Olympic champions and that's I think really difficult just this switch from um always fighting girls your age and then like girls or women way older so I think it's easier if you do both just to get used to that mm -hmm. have wait so when is the next Olympics is that 20 is that next year or in two yeah, years yeah I think so 2024 yes 2024 so you'll be eligible as an 18 year old right or no no, unfortunately not. I uh, won't be able to fight because the qualification tournaments, they're already this year and I'm still 17. So uh, um, I couldn't compete, unfortunately. But the next one's in 2028. I think uh -huh. they'll be in a lane. So yeah, ah, that's but, right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, pretty cool. That's yeah, that's where I'm from in uh, in the US from LA. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'll have to go fly home for a couple of weeks or whatever and watch the Olympics there. Um, well, let's talk about some of sort of your other passions and hobbies. I know you're a model, you play the piano. Uh, can you talk a little about those? So those are, uh, I'd say boxing and school, that's something I take very serious. I do take modeling and uh, playing the piano also very serious, but those are just my hobbies. So that's actually, um, those are things that I enjoy doing, but I, yeah, I'd say um, the piano. When I play the piano, that's just something where I can relax, where I can let out, you know, this emotions, uh, the emotions that I usually always have to keep under control uh, when I'm fighting. And modeling is just something very feminine. I and I'd, I always like being in front of the camera. And people actually also came up to me in Munich on the streets and actually um, from different agencies and told me I should model and I should come to their agency. So that's how I figured out that uh, I could start with modeling. And nowadays, I just really enjoy it. I, yesterday, I've actually been also um, on a shoot the whole day, uh, shooting with the German brand. It's just fun, you know, trying different looks. You also get to meet so many different people from different industries. That's also very, very nice. That's pretty cool. Is there? Do you find similarities between that and boxing? Or is it just something completely different for you? Um, it is different, but um, there are certain things that I've learned from boxing. I um, 
certain things about myself. Also, in model, when you go to shootings or to castings, everyone is very, very nervous because you want to get that job. And I'm used to that feeling and I know how to control it also throughout the competitions and all of these situations that I have been in um, through with boxing. So I'd say that's also pretty good then um, for the modeling because I just know how to control and how to get myself in the right mood. Mm -hmm. You know, I find it interesting a little while ago, you said when you play the piano, you can let, you know, all your emotions out uh, as opposed to when you're boxing and you can't. And that's that's strange for me because I feel like it should be opposite, you know, like when you're fighting, you can just, you know, punch out all your aggression or emotions or whatever. And, you know, while you're playing the piano, you have to be calm and everything. So it was inter interesting for me that you said that. Yeah, it depends. Um, so I'd say there, those are just different emotions. Um, and I'm playing the piano, it's really, um, yeah, I'm calmer. But also when uh, boxing, you just, when I started boxing, I was really aggressive. But that's, I'd, I'd say that's very difficult throughout the fight because if you're only being aggressive, then you can't really think about your next move. You sometimes just really need to look and really think through everything that you'll do within these three minutes. So, um, yeah, but still, uh, I feel like I can let my emotions out on boxing. The emotions are just different um, than when playing the piano. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, do you have a favorite boxing movie? Um, I really like uh, the Rocky movies. It's a classic, uh -huh. but I really enjoy them. That I will also, I've always watched them with my dad growing up. Like uh, also the new Creed movies. Yeah, I think so. I've never actually watched. Um, oh, I forgot the name. Um, there's a very famous uh, boxing movie with uh, a girl staring. Million Dollar uh, Baby. Million Dollar Baby. Yeah, you've never seen that one. No, I've never seen it, but actually, I I want to watch it. I really have to. Yeah, that's a with Clint Eastwood and uh, I forget the actress's name. If I heard it, I would remember it. But yeah, that actually, I've never seen it either, to be honest. But I know it's a classic, so <laughs> should probably uh, watch that at some point. Do you have a favorite of the Rockies? Mine is always Mr. T. I think that's the second one. I like all of them. I think yeah, it it changes, but I think all of them are so cool. I really I really love them. Yeah, those are classic movies. Uh, Mariella, do you have any other, any other sort of hobbies or anything else that you're doing, you know, sort of aside from boxing and piano and modeling? I know you're going to school. What are you going to school for? So actually in Germany, this is, it's a different uh, school system. So right now it's called gymnasium. So there after elementary school, you go to the either the gymnasium or different schools. And that's actually my last year. So um in April, I'll take my final exams and then I'm done, hopefully. And afterwards, I'm thinking about studying law. So something completely different. Yeah, um, wow. But I just think it's good to have, to kind of have um, the base, you know, if it doesn't work out with uh, boxing or modeling or the other things that I can, that I just have something else to rely on. Uh, very cool. Yeah, very different from, um, you know, box. Well, I guess any sort of degree maybe would be different than boxing, but uh, pretty cool. Um, what, when you're in Croatia, when you go to Croatia for the summer or whenever, what's your favorite thing to eat? Uh, the, we have a, actually, we're, I usually in Split because, um, yeah, that's just our spot where we always go to as a family. And there's a really good um, 
plate where they have really good ice cream, so they make it themselves. And um, I think it's called Pumparela, and I really enjoy going there. So that's my favorite uh, food spot in Croatia. But uh, other than that, I think they have great meat. Oh, I think uh, all the Croatians eat so much meat, but also the fish. And uh, yeah, they just really have good, great food because I think they also make a lot themselves. It's just really different than also here in Germany. And then we really enjoy being there. It's just ta- it, everything just tastes completely different. Yeah. Which ice cream flavor do you get usually? Uh, it's called Tenmino. It's white chocolate with uh, Nutella. But it, it's really good. So um, they, it's freshly made every day. And I think you can just taste that. Wow. Yeah, I'll have to try that then this summer and go down to Split. What was it called again? Um, there are actually two stores. So they have one that is called Pumbarella and the other one is called Emiliana. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to write that down. Good. Um, nice shout out to those places. I'll have to check those out this summer. Uh, Mariela, as we sort of, you know, run, run out of time here, I just have one more question, two more questions, I guess I'll have to ask you, uh, before the last one, I'll just sort of ask, um, any other sort of future plans or, or future things you want to accomplish or do? So actually next year, there's the world championship in Croatia. Um, in boxing. So that's, um, the next big goal for me. So, um, I actually really want to win, um, the world's championship, especially as it's in Croatia. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the next, um, goal that I'm working towards. What month is that in? Uh, it's in November. So there's still a, still a year, still some time. Okay. So you'll be training and, and working your way till that. That's awesome. Um, well, sort of last question, and you know, I want to thank you again so much for taking the time to come here on the All Things Croatia podcast. Um, what to you makes Croatia so special? I think us Croatians, it's just a it's it's not even maybe also our history, but it's just the feeling, you know. I think um, we as Croatians we're very proud to be Croatians, but also it's this Croatian community, even if. I myself, I'm living in Germany and feel like I'm part of this Croatian community. We can see that also during these um, soccer games when like people, Croatian people come from everywhere to watch the Croatian players play. It's just certain feeling that you have. It's being part of this community, just being proud to be Croatian. Incredible. Yeah. I know, I know there's a big uh, Croatian community in Germany. I know Frankfurt has a big one. I guess in Munich as well, there's a large Croatian community. Yeah. Are you involved at all in any, I don't know, do they put on events or do you go to any of the soccer games, football games, excuse me, where, uh, you know, Croatians are playing? That was my American English coming back. Yeah, I, I'm actually really involved in that. We have um, a Croatian community here in Munich because like the church organizes certain events. So also for um, the teens, they actually, there are certain meetings, it's called Frama in Munich where um, all the creation or the younger people would go to. And um, yeah, there are always certain events and it's always nice because in I don't know how it's in other cities, but we in Munich, the creations, we know each other. We're actually really connected. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, Mariella, that's, that's the end of the podcast. I want to thank you again so much for coming on. Uh, I don't know if you have, you know, maybe if you want people to follow you on social media or... Um, did you also launch a YouTube channel recently? I don't know if you want to shout any 
social media is out or places for people to follow you on? So I actually only have TikTok and Instagram, but I'm, I would really like if people would follow me. <laughs> What's your username there? It's uh, Mariana Stiku, everything together, small, simple in English. Very simple. Yeah, I'll put that as well in the show notes so people can click on that and find you if they wish. Uh, Mariela, thank you again so much for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate it and wish you the best of luck in the future and big things to come. Thank you.